There have been people that have wondered what this show would be like if I was, oh, I don't know, calm the entire time. So we're going to give that a go. Pointing the finger in the wrong direction can be very bad for you and your university. And then asking players to say exactly why they left and what's wrong inside the locker room. Is that really what we want as a fan base? Is that really what you want to see happen? You are Locked On Oklahoma State, your daily podcast on the Oklahoma State Cowboys, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, y'all, and hello, all. Welcome back to Locked On Oklahoma State, your daily stop for all things cowboy and cowgirl-related. My name is Cody Stovall. I want to thank you kindly for stopping by to make this your first listen here on Locked On Oklahoma State. We are available on all of your podcasting platforms as well as YouTube. You can find me on Twitter at AllDayOState. Let's get into this one. All right, so, yes, this is going to be an attempt at me being uh, extremely calm through the entirety of this episode because I wore the neutral colors because this isn't exactly about Oklahoma State. I mean, it is because all of this is coming from some of the stuff I'm seeing online about uh, what, what fans are directing towards people like Trace Ford and Spencer Sanders, which is a defensive end and a quarterback that was at Oklahoma State University for over four years and both recently left. And you're hearing a lot of, well, screw them if they don't want to be here, then get rid of them. And I, I kind of get it, right? I was that guy for a very, very, very long time. If they don't want to be here, get them out the door. And although there's still some of that that I think is applicable, right? The message to all fan bases and all parents, because let's face it, guys, it is considerably different than when we were growing up, right? That's, that's not groundbreaking news. The professional side of recruiting, the marketing side of recruiting has now become a thing. And in part of this, you have things like the seven on seven circuit that have become massive, right? And so if you're a skill position player, you view seven on seven as something that can prepare you not only for the season, uh, but get you some, some minor intricacies that allow you to have um, more technique than, than the next guy. And in these circuits, all of these parents talk and all of these kids talk, right? So they talk about recruiting and what universities are best suited for X, Y, and Z. And these are conversations that are had on a daily basis. So when you as a fan base, when you point and say, you know what, get rid of that guy. He was a cancer. He was a problem. He was a this. He didn't, he didn't want to fit in. Sometimes that, that's very accurate. But sometimes it's not. And that's kind of what I want to hit on. It, regardless of who you're a fan of, if you have a player leaving, right, especially a player that has already put in three, four, five years into your university, there's probably a multitude of reasons. And the thing that I want to address is I'm seeing a lot of people that are that are basically saying if the player doesn't come out and tell us why he's leaving, then we're going to believe whatever. 
if we don't hear it directly from the player's mouth, then yada, yada, yada. If the parents are the ones that are talking about things, then they're probably, they're probably lying. Like, I understand, I understand protecting your university. I really do. But as we have talked about on the Oklahoma State side of things, it's not beneficial to constantly bury something. If it needs to grow, then it needs to grow. It needs to go, then it needs to go, right? It, it, it's that it's that simple. But it's not that simple for these, these kids who now have to make a business decision on top of a football decision and then to have people slam them on their way out after they've already given four or five years to the university. It's, it's a bad look. And I don't understand why people think that this is going to be a positive. Like, what do you think you're positively going to gain by bashing a kid who's walking out of university after giving it four or five years? If somebody's willing to give you university four to five years, that tells me it's not that they didn't want to be there. It's that something didn't go right. It's that something didn't fit into what was going to be able to help them flourish and be the most productive they could physically possibly be, which puts them in a, in a position to potentially go to the next level. So if they didn't get that, or or if there are a bunch of problems in the locker room, you do not want these kids jumping on social media, bashing your university. Like, and this, this misconception that if a player doesn't come out and rip us, then they're liars. I mean, it's, it's going to slowly start to matriculate out. This is just, information can only be bogged down for so long before eventually it starts coming out. So everything that people are wanting, they will get. But I'm telling you, right now, having people do it, if there are problems, you don't want that kind of news dump. So for the people that are saying, well, why don't the players come out and say nothing? Those will be the same exact people that the minute a player does come out and say something, those people will attack him for throwing the, the, his buddies under the bus or not being loyal and true or being, being fake. And again, there's this, you know, there's this fine line in today's society. And, and it comes down to potentially some of the generational gaps. And that, that is a very viable problem here uh, that we're going to address. But real briefly before we do, I do have to let the fine folks out there know about Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting, info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From pro football to college ball to bowl season to basketball to World Cup, we've got you covered. And if you love sports podcasts, we have you covered there as well. We are always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online. It is where the game starts. And here on Locked On Oklahoma State, we're just simply here to point you in the right direction. Okay, so yeah, if we want to talk about the generational th stuff, that is something that needs to be overcome. And I think that some of the old school mentality is a positive, right? This, this idea that kids are just too soft and weak, you know, it, it's grounded in some reality. I was just actually talking to my kids the other day, telling them a story about how when I was four years old, I climbed up in the tree and we had a rope swing. And my sister played a prank on me and pulled the rope down. And I was stuck up in the tree with no way to get down. Could climb up, but apparently couldn't climb down. That wasn't the moral of the story to my kids. The moral of the story to my kids was, Dad, you were climbing big trees at four years old. 
with no supervision whatsoever? Yeah. Yeah, I guess I was. And that's just a small glimpse as to why the generations are different. It's not a slam to say that the new generation is softer. It's a fact. We didn't grow up playing games. We didn't grow up inside. We grew up outside, doing stuff, falling off of trees, getting hurt. It was what it was. So there is some of that to this. Some kids just don't like to be tested and challenged. Okay, yeah, but not all of them. And if a kid has already proven that he'd be willing to do three, four, five years at your university, has he not already proven time and time again that he's here for more reasons than himself? So then to paint those guys in this negative, nasty picture, it doesn't benefit him. It doesn't benefit us as a fan base either. Because now we look petty, and we look childish, and we look ridiculous. If these kids all started coming out and talking about all of the reasons they left, every part of them that's a negative reflection on the coaching staff or the, the players or the culture, it's going to be picked apart. And then you're going to be in a position where you have to defend stuff that you don't think you should be defending. And that's what you're asking for. You're asking for these players to give a full diatribe as to why they left. And luckily, thankfully, we don't get that because they know that if they come out and they release everything that was happening, all the reasons inside the locker room or the coaching staff that caused them, or even the field, that caused them to want to leave the university, if all of that stuff starts pouring out, then you, it gets to a point where you can't stop it, right? If you have such a negative problem, and it's not just one kid, but it's two kids, 10 kids, 15 kids, 22 kids that are talking about the coaching problems or the problems in the locker room or the lack of leadership or the, the inability to be creative or innovative on the, the play calling side of things. If all of this stuff starts coming out, it, it, it makes the player look bad, makes the university look bad, makes the coaches look bad makes parents look bad, makes fans look bad. I mean, why do we ask for things that we really don't want? We just, we got to stop with this always pointing the finger and always blaming. It's always the players, right? That's the irony of it. Anytime a player leaves, the fan base wants to bash the players. Nobody wants to ever have the conversation of, okay, well, why? Why would somebody leave after three, four, five years? Why would somebody invest all of this time and all of this effort and build all of these relationships and get all this NIL money just to leave? You think it's because they wanted to? Are we really sit here and, and telling ourselves as, as fans that players who get paid more money than we ever had, that get access to things that we could only dream of. You're telling me that these kids all of a sudden just hate everything. No, there's reasons. Could the reasons be minor? Yes. But the problem is if they're not minor and we're begging for it, if we keep beating down these kids, social media saying, if you don't talk about it, it didn't happen. If you don't talk about it, it ain't real. Some of these kids will talk about a perfect example um, Oklahoma State lost a wide receiver earlier in the season. And his brother, Brennan Presley, on the roster, has been on the roster. His name was Braylon Presley. He comes out and he 
pretty much bashes the staff. He bashes the coaching staff for, you know, the, the mismanagement of players, especially at that that position. Mismanagement of running backs was, was something that some of the wide receivers were frustrated with. And what, what happened? What happened with Braylon Presley? Well, he got bashed for it. He got absolutely destroyed. And even myself included, when I first heard about it, I was like, well, that's kind of that's kind of weak, right? Your brother's on the roster. Why would you be throwing people uh, that, that you went to school with, that you care for, under the bus like that? But then you read into it more, and you find out more, and you find out, okay, there's, there's smoke to this fire. Because usually, if there's smoke, there's something behind it. Not always. But, I mean, I think we could say that um, – Let's say 85% of the time, if there's smoke, that means there's something behind it. So as much as, and I'm telling you, some of these kids would love to. They would love to get online and tell you all of the stupid stuff that happened in the locker room. But they know that would hurt their futures as well. Because then they're viewed as a, you know, a cancer. Then they're viewed as a rat. Then they're viewed as somebody that can't be trusted. And that hurts in recruiting. So that hurts the next stop they could possibly be at. Even if every single thing they said is 100% true, even if every single thing they said needed to come out, regardless, who's the one who gets slammed over it? The kids. As a fan base, we always go after the kids. And I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to convey that that's not a, not a great move. You know, um, I have the ability to, to, to now travel and cover football on a daily basis and talk to high school coaches on a daily basis. And I think all of them will tell you, these kids talk, the parents talk, the high school coaches talk, the tournament directors for these high schools, they talk. And so the more we beg and plead to have all of this negativity come out, I'm begging and pleading us to stop. Stop pointing a finger at the kids who've already dedicated that they can give it years. They can dedicate years to your university that you love to follow. Sometimes it's just they need to feel like they need to spread their wings. They need to be a peacock, and they need to fly. Sometimes they feel inhibited by the offense or the defense or the play calls, or they're, they're buried on the depth chart. There's, there's a lot of reasons that somebody would transfer. But some of them are negative. Some of them are because of this coach, because of the locker room problems, because of the way they communicate or don't communicate, because of, you know, my son getting stuck on a recruiting trip, because of, these conversations happen now more than ever. Used to be when you went on an official visit, like that visit, that was it. That was your big hoorah at that place. So you, you kind of got shown the, the works, of course, but you didn't get the day-to-day-to-day-to-day operational issues conveyed to you back then. You just didn't. So you picked a university off of a couple a couple visits, and that, and that was it. Today's age, it's not that way, guys. Social media, NIL, transfer, whatever. I don't think any of it necessarily is great for for the game of football. But it is here, and it is what it is. And instead of chastising players that have already proven that they'll be here for years, guys, if somebody spends 
three, four years at university. There's something about that place that he loves. There's a reason that he is still there, that he wants to be there, and he's showing you that. So if that same player leaves, and and it's not clear-cut, simplistic, like if you were to leave somewhere like an Oklahoma State to go to Ohio State, it happens. We watched it happen last year. We lost a player and a coach. Okay, can you be super mad at that? No. But then you hear a little bit deeper that the D.C. left because of some of the problems going on. It's like, oh, we didn't hear about any of that. And then we have our worst season since 2005. And we want to keep blaming the players. Come on, y'all. Let's stop putting kids in positions that we really don't want them to be in. Because it's not a good look on us. Parents don't want, you know, they don't they don't want their kid to be chastised for making a business decision, especially if it's a, bu- a business decision they felt pushed into the corner and they felt like they had to make because the current staff wasn't doing anything. The current staff wasn't helping them see where where they can carve out any type of niche in the future. The coaching staff didn't give them any direction. The coaching staff didn't tell them what they needed to work on, what they needed to fix, what needed to get better, who was coming in, who who's not coming in anymore, who we're hiring, who we're firing. Yeah, I understand these kids aren't going to be privy to a large portion of these conversations. But again, just to pretend that they're leaving because of something they did, it's it's not right. A lot of the time, it's not right. And then when you do have that scenario where somebody leaves in Oklahoma State for Ohio State, if you, if, if Spencer Sanders were to leave, you know, to go be the, the starting quarterback at Ohio State, do we really need to know why? No. But when Spencer Sanders leaves to take, um, you know, a job that's on par, if not less than, like an Ole Miss, and, and if I catch heat for that, that's fine. You go look at the last decade of records, Ole Miss is nowhere near Oklahoma State University. It's not even close. It's just, it's ridiculous to pretend that they're on the same playing field other than the fact that they're in the SEC and they got Lane Kiffin. But I think that's a good move for Spencer. I'm excited for Spencer. I want to see what Spencer can do. And he didn't choose the easy route, right? The easy route would have been uh, somebody like maybe in Auburn a little bit earlier on, but he didn't strike while the iron was hot or he was waiting on the door for Oklahoma State to open back up because he didn't feel like he was getting anything. He didn't feel like he was getting any conversation. That's it. Just conversation, just some communication. And if you if you have some communication, you have a conversation that we're going to do this. And the player's like, well, I think it's best for my future if I do this. Then sometimes you have an amicable separation where somebody just needs to, again, go be a peacock, spread their wings, learn how to fly. Sometimes it's not good. Sometimes there is major communication issues. Sometimes there are are player-to-player issues. Sometimes there's some cancerous stuff happening inside the locker room that come directly from coaches. And you don't want all that stuff getting out. Right? This this, this whole industry, it's, um, 
it's a fickle mistress. It's a darn if you do, darn if you don't type of type of situation. Um, eh, it is what it is. You're going to always put yourself in a position to potentially be more prepared. Um, and one of those ways is to get yourself hooked up with some Built Bar. If you're looking for a delicious treat and you don't want all of the fat and all of the calories, then you got to try Built Bar. Even though the holiday season just ended, we can still find a nice way to treat ourselves. Why are Bill Bars so good? Well, uh, for starters, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. That's right, real chocolate. And they come in unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, coconut almond, 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and only 17 whopping grams of protein. You don't need to wait any, any longer. Head to Walmart today, walk up to the pharmacy section, grab yourself a box of Bill Bars. You can get a four-bar box right now. If you're closer to a Sam's Club, run in and grab yourself a 13-bar box. You can hit all of the flavors, um, cookies and cream, double chocolate, coconut puff, brownie batter, churro, and then you, you can thank me later, guys. But, yeah, do yourself a favor. Go to Walmart. Go to Sam's Club. Get yourself hooked up with some Bill Bar. It's the only candy bar that's actually a protein bar. All right, so that's about all we got for this one. But I just, you know, I'm seeing this all over the place, not just Oklahoma State. And and sometimes maybe it's better that we just take our fan glasses off for a second and just view it from, you know, a higher a higher lens, I guess you could say. If the kid dedicated X number of years battled through X number of surgeries and X number of injuries to just be here with his buddies and stay loyal and true and be part of the culture. If he's willing to do that, then he's probably willing to come back again if it makes any sense. So can we stop pointing the finger at the players and then also wanting them to divulge why. Please jump on social media and tell us why everything went terrible in the locker room. You don't want that. So I guess we're just going to have to live in this perpetual state of confusion. Because I don't, I don't know that it's going to, you know, get any better I don't know that it's ever going to get any easier but what I do know is that most of the time so far the players that are getting bashed for leaving did not want to leave they just wanted communication and direction so maybe whatever fan whatever fan you're of whatever university you're a fan of maybe think of that Right? There's there's reasons why a kid leaves. But very seldom is a kid leaving just because he's too soft to handle what's what's taking place. Does it happen? Yes. Does it happen often? No. Guys, there's a very, very small percentage of people in the country that even get to play collegiate football. So you're taking a small sample size and you're trying to cut it down and make it even smaller. 
And then you're trying to add cannon fodder to the situation. The information is out there. The further they're separated from the separation, the truth will be coming out there. So be calm, be patient. Stop asking these kids to put their universities on blast in the middle of a transfer. It ain't going to happen. If it does happen, his next transfer destination may not want him. So, there, I mean, that's the answer. The answer is it does more harm than good for a player to leave and tell you all of the crap that happened that caused him to leave. And the kids know that as well. It's part of their future. So you're not going to get a bunch of it until later on. And then, and then you got to do damage control, right? That's what that's what any university does. The mitigation of risk, and it's the same for a player. He's just trying to diagnose his mitigation of risk. That's all it is. And if he's dedicated multiple years, it's, he's probably not leaving because he he thinks it's going to be great go somewhere he's probably leaving because there's a reason just a thought so we have several to get caught up on um yeah new internet new lighting setup new hairdo it's like a whole new me or maybe not a new me but at least for this episode a calm me so let me uh, let me hear from you in the comment section um i want to hear what happened uh, with your particular favorite player and, and what you think happened or, or some of this uh, d- differentiation uh, from the player side of things to hearing absolutely nothing. And then the fan side of things, where in the middle do you think it's fair uh, that we all kind of find a, a way to counterbalance each other until the next one. As always, I love you all. God bless. Go pokes. And I'll see you on the next one. Thank you for tuning in to make this your first listen here on Locked On Oklahoma State. Later, y'all.